Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Central Stadium, an iconic sporting venue. As part of a major fundraising drive, My Stadium Seat is offering you the chance to place your name or the name of someone who loves GAA on a seat at the Field of Legends. Packages from €100 Euro include seat naming plaques, certs of authenticity, online biographies and open day tickets. Show your support. Visit MyStadiumSeat.com. Sample Stadium, where every name matters. Welcome to episode 85 of the Premier View podcast. You're joined by me, Kevin Ryan from St. Mary's, and today I'm joined with Enda Tracy from Tomb of Ara and Sean Smith from Turles Arsfields. At the outset of today's pod, I just want to give condolences from everyone involved with the Premier View podcast to the family and friends of Dylan Cork on his untimely passing. Um, not much more to be said, but you know, a, a delightful young young fella and you know, a, a great servant to Tipperary Hurling. So, um, condolences there to on what was a tragic passing recently. On to the action, folks, and we will start with a uh, round with the County Senior Hurling Championship Group One. Group One. This was obviously Clonulty's uh, group, so there is a there is, I suppose, you know, an extra game played in this one if you like there. But just in the action at the weekend, uh, you know, it means that my character we think are going into relegation anyway, folks. Nina Erog Clonulty on on three points. Nina with with. Uh, with three games played, Clonulty with two. Kuruan there, they beat Clonulty the next day that they will go through and, and top the group as group winners. And he managed to see the action from, from this group over the weekend, lads, the, the games. Yeah, I, I was at the Clonulty and the Mikearchy game. Um, you know, a tough atmosphere before the match with the minute silence and you could see the Clonulty lads were, were really focused. In fairness, it was controlled aggression from them. Probably led the match by two or three points the whole way. Mikearchy kind of looked like they were threatening to get back into it a few times, but Canalty always had the answers about a couple of scores. Um, that's what I'm on today. Jimmy Maher was very good midfield. Uh, Connor Hammersley was good. And the Heffernan, our backs in general, were pretty, pretty good. It was a, a good 7 out of 10 performance and just one day needed to get under the belt and just to shake off everything that happened the last few weeks. Um, fair play to them got on hurling the match after all that stuff going on was, was tough going, especially winning it is, is even... An even better indictment to the lads that they have playing for them there. So it's a, uh, yeah, Clonulty well deserved winners in that one. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure, like you know, Clonulty now they have the second place, at, you know, and and the the security of a provisional quarter final anyway. So now I think after getting that game out of the way, they can really regroup and focus hopefully on the on on the hurling for the for the foreseeable future. You know, Airog, I suppose I just seen the highlights of that game there. The Undoubted highlight was a great, you know, Jake Morris kind of flick for the goal there. But, you know, that one was nip and tuck the whole way through with Nina kind of just pulling away towards the end there. And that that's a, that's a really significant result, I suppose. But, um, 
it puts uh, Kilran under a right bit of pressure in that group now to go out and get a result in the in the one group match taking place um, in the final round of fixtures for that one. Yeah, definitely. And look, they lost Craig Morgan as well. We heard the news there earlier today. He's another cruciate to add to the list, another injury. Um, we'll be, we'll be talking ourselves as to fill up the back line next year at this rate. Uh, so look, when you lose a player of that calibre at club level, it's going to be hard to replace. Um, Kinderon, in fairness, like they've they have a good panel of 18, 19, but once they're digging into their juniors, 20, 21, 22, their their standards going down a good bit, and they're not going to replace Craig too easily. So, you know, they have, they have it all to do as well. And arguably, you know, the performance of the round one with a 4.22 to 10 point win over yeah. Mike Harkey, like, you know, it's just, it's going to be hard for them now to pick it up for the, for the remaining campaign. As I said, Craig is a massive loss to any team. Yeah, we were kind of saying it in the group after that match, like, not to get too excited because they've threatened this over the last three or four or five years. They pull off one big result in the in the group stages. They're just they're, they're really inconsistent. Um, now, in saying that, they were playing a team that are just as inconsistent as Nina. We've seen them um, getting beaten by Mike Carkey pretty easily the last day and then coming out and playing well to get to get the win they needed. But um, just too inconsistent. Um, they, they can be unreal one day, the next day they're... They're looking like they're relegation fodder, so you just don't know where you are with them. Um, but look, they're going to need to win more than anyone the next day. Um, it sets it up nicely for, for a good game. As you said, Nauti can have a free crack at that now and they have the backup of a preliminary quarterfinal, so and Kilron has it all to do. Yeah, absolutely. Right, I suppose that one of the games of the weekend took place in um, Group 2, Drum and Inch, Tarlis Arceus, Drum and Inch coming out on the better. It's been a bad week for Sean Smith, Tarlis Arceus, the um, surrendering year under-19 crown uh, last night Last night against a very good Holy Cross team as well. But Sean, um, you know, speaking of defenders that were, that were missing there, you've been out, you've been had to do without Ronan Mara, I suppose, for the foreseeable future in that one as well. So can the Sarsfields recover, do you think? Yeah, I was kind of going into the game. It's difficult going in without Ronan and, like, you know, power could have been this year, but first time I line out either the Mars say since 2005 or six. so last had a step up and to be fair like Drum just kind of had a good game plan the two champions were on fire and um, Finton Purcell in the half back like they just the white was out there at times it could be more ahead even um, but I'd say the big win we kind of got the first against Burris and the way the group is shaping up Burris a big score difference kind of they're minus six or plus six so all we got to do the last account was speed temporary like we know what to do our job and just get the win there on that and that's ourselves through with like you know getting Boris win the first day but disappointing result kind of going down so badly in the end as well yeah, Barra, you know Barra massive win for Boris over Drummond Inch you know in the last day you know they're 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 really I suppose you know their season you know they were they were seen as a challenger you know a good backroom back team coming off a recent county final win but you know that opening day result against Arsfield you know that's very costly and I suppose not just the actual result itself but as you said, the score difference now, which may come into play, you know, Templeberry, you know, de- decent team, but they, 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 they definitely drew the short straw going into that group. I think you know, with three challengers for Dan Breen there, and uh, yeah, it looks looks like Boris have it all to do in that final game. Oh, Boris got to do is even the scout the day next Sunday week and just hurl, not even worry about the other game, just win their game, and then you know, see what happens down the line because oh, when we're trying to hear last side running us Templeberry three up or stars or one down, you know, what, like kind of gets into players' heads. Go and win the game and just get scores on the board then, and whatever happens, happens then. Even if they don't go through, they'll want to be winning that match anyway. Even if they're knocked out, the, yeah. it makes no difference. Like local derby like that. But look, they just shot themselves in the foot the first day against Turles. 
were right behind the eight ball straight away after that. And with, with the group, the way it lined up, with Templary in, in fairness, been the weaker team, you could see everyone else getting the points off of them and then score difference been working against them and that's the way it's turning out. Yeah, there are 24 points behind drum, which is massive. Like, no, yeah. you look at it overall, like, that's, you know, yeah. the first day killed you. It's always you get to win the first day and if you're playing the first night, even to lose badly, that's always thinking back to people's heads as well, you know, give yourself a chance. Hmm. Yeah. Any chance for Temple Derry in the last day? And I might, I know Sean, you were going to say there, but... Uh... No, there's no chance. Not for me anyway. They're just, look, they're well capable of, of registering big scores, but they're just, they're leaking way too many of themselves. I think the first day they conceded 230 against Drum and they conceded 29 points last day as well. And only for Tim McCutcheon, he had shipped a few goals as well. He made a few great saves there last day. So, look, obviously, as you said at the start of it, they just got dealt a raw deal of a draw. Like, if I remember thinking before the draw happened of the teams you'd want to get in your group and the teams you wouldn't want to get, and they literally got the three teams out of each pot. That was the worst case scenario. Um, so look, they'll be just hoping to do the business in the relegation. Look Absolutely, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put them into the relegation just yet because we'll get all the the, the Temple Derry kind of the fan club kind of saying, well, we're not technically in relegation yet if they had a win in their final game. But like, yeah, I think maybe just a good performance against Arsenal's regroup and you know. If they want to test a few new defensive structures, probably Sarsfield is coming to town in the final game is the is the place to do it to see can they improve there because you know that's definitely the issue. Um, yeah, but even the uh, fact that 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 Turles got bet the last day makes it even worse because they'll be going out bald headed to put, put up a big score and get the win like so there'll be no holding back if they'd be drummed last day maybe they might have held back a bit and give Templeberry some bit of a chance but uh, I'd be fearing for that one to be honest if I was Templeberry. Yeah, absolutely. So you know that drum looking, you know, can't always be talking about stars, but like drum look very, very strong. I was very impressed with the likes of John Campion, like on on Sunday, he looks a real, he looks a real player, and I'm sure Ian Carl is looking at him as well. But you know, drum, you know, I was I was a bit dubious over their, their form kind of this year. You know, I thought that they'd you know kind of gone back a bit over pre- previous years, but yeah, it's <coughs> they, they they look. I'm not going to say, call them the real deal, but they definitely look a challenger. And what looks a wide open Dan Breen now. Yeah, they do. They're savagely fit. Uh, it's hard to believe how much hard running they get you in the game. Stevie Nolan's been absolute, an absolute revelation, putting back in the half-back line. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he was there ever, Sean, was he, for them at club level? I don't think so. He's always in the forwards. The half-back line is where everything came for the last thing. You yeah. see it even look up from the stands. That's yeah. driving forward behind them. And they're offshore and running. Their half-back is yeah. running onto the wall as well going forward. But it's, you know, it's... It's, it's, it's looking like it's the only thing that might catch them if they have to do that every game going out and they put in such effort, such hard hard yards in the game. Like that half-back line gets you some workload. Hinton yeah, you know, that's why the incentive of actually topping the group and being in without any questions asked, you know, having avoiding the preliminary quarter final is massive because when you've so many teams in and around the same standard or can beat each other on, on the day, like, you know, it's very stiff ask to win a Dan Breen having four knockout games, I think, and maybe having to go go to the well in each of them. Yeah, but we all we have to caveat the, the match the other day as well. The Turtles are missing a lot of players, like a lot of good players as well. Ronan and uh, I know Stephen Cahill came on, but he's not... He looked a bit off the pace. Mikey Cattle has to come back. You know, they're, they're not... Them, how, much are, how, how much of those will they be realistically getting back? I think you could probably write, write off Ronan for the campaign. Would you, Sean, or... I think... I will see him yet somewhere. Not saying that, no. Keep you all guessing. <laughs> Back to Morris Park, is he? Kind of, 
<laughs> and one or two other lads were actually asleep because I think Dennis Smear wasn't feeling great on Sunday as well. He's something wrong with him. No, so I was sure. You have to get through these games and we've another chance on here. That's the only thing, like, you know, it was a knockout game, so we can go again. Yeah, no worries. We're going to get in, we'll move on to group three. So the group of dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about uh, picking the group I wanted before the championship started, and I probably would have picked that group as well, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. So I had to, I had to look at this, make sure it wasn't a, a Seamus or Ian group there. When it was <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, you know, in all serious now for, for a very level, very level group here. Upper Church looked like they, well, they do have their work done. Two wins from two have been very impressive after probably a, a disappointing end to their North campaign there. Uh, losing mid losing campaign. Brackens. Oh, yeah. Mid campaign. Sorry. <laughs> they're not enough teams. Jeez. <laughs> I'm, look, I'm looking at two of them next and I'm still wondering how they, how they ended up drawing them on the horn or or, or whatnot. So like the, the arithmetic here is kind of slight, slightly easier. So Holy Cross to avoid relegation need to beat Mullinahorn. Mullinahorn to go through need to need to beat Holy Cross and hope then that they're that they have a nice turnaround on the score difference with Tomb of Arras. So that would involve Tomb taking a beating off Drum and Inch who need to beat Tomb of Arras to win the group. And I think it's as simple as that I've ever been in there. Yeah. Straightforward enough, yeah. Um, haven't seen Upper Church yet this year, but judging by the scorelines, they've been comfortable enough, full value to be top of the table. Look, bear the goal goal, we probably should have beat Mullinahan. Even without that, we should have had them beaten before that was even in the in the equation. Um, so that was disappointing. Look, we didn't play well either the other day either. So it's not like we're hurling a full tilt, but it's good to be. It's good to be going into the final round with an opportunity to top the group, and if you pull off a performance, then it sets you up nicely for knockout hurl. How did yeah, Brian Amara so hurl for across the end? He was decent, yeah. He looked he, he can hurl better than he did. In all fairness, it's like it's going to be a it's a steep difference between hurling out and where was he Chicago? There a few club games with lads were after coming off the beer for a couple of days and hurling in thirty degree heat and going back to the club campaign. So look, he was tidy enough. Um, Kind of held his position. Jack Delaney was centre forward. Now he scored five points. Um, but, you know, that's damned if you do, damned if you don't position these days of centre back. You can't follow your man. If you follow your man, you're leaving space. So Jack Jack just got into those pockets and picked off his scores. But he was okay. Yeah, he was good enough. It's a long layoff then from Mullinahon. You know, they, they played, I suppose, the, fr- the Friday night of the original round two games. So, you know, they'll have four weeks now before their last game. So they will have a chance. You know what? Ended up being a nine-point Defeat against Upper Church, but um, you know, I think Upper Church were always well well on top in that one. Um, you know, I suppose from my, with my South cap on, I'd really like Mullinahone to kind of to, to win and stay up Dan Breen, so we still have a South Senior Championship next year. Like you know, that's caveat, and that as long as none of none of the other South teams, which could well happen, kind of win win the Seamus Oreen. But yeah, it'd be great to still have one up there at least. But um, that'll be a real dogfight in the in the last round there. I think Cody Cross and Mullinahone. Yeah, and in fairness, Tony Cross, they hurled well for large parts of the match against us. Like, I think they're just missing a few scoring forwards. They're missing Joss Easer the last day. He was all injured. I know he's young and he's only been in the forwards this year, but he's got good ability and he's another lad that could tip over the points. Way too reliant on Dara Woods. Um, he was doing most of their scoring. I think he finished with about 12 or 13 points or more. So look, that's, that's, that's 60, 70, 80% of their scores. So they did need a bigger spread than that, but... Look, they have the match under the belt, as you said, Mullinahan have a fair break, so they might come in a bit undercooked, and that's where maybe Holy Cross could uh, could reap reap the benefits. Yeah, and on that Holy Cross, the forwards, they'll have, they'll have two forwards come up 
in a few years after 19s, I saw last night, like Dale Fogarty, Robbie Ryan, Joe Caesar playing. So, like, they have talent coming through. Like, you know, and these ads will be there next couple of years, stepping in for sure. Yeah, if they can just stay, if they'll just stay afloat for a few years, well, let it get these young lads through, they'll be they'll be delighted with that. You fear for the expectation that Robbie Ryan is going to have in his shoulders by the time he actually hits 18, 19. <laughs> I mean, geez, that's going away, that's going away talking wonders, like you know, after kind of under 17 games and, and the like. But he's you know, yeah, young lad, great, you know, great ability, like fantastic. But geez, he's going to have some expectation by the time he hits the kind of the under 17s. You know, the, I know he's on the panel this year, but like you know, kind of. He's going to, you know, it's serious potential, like, so. Was Matt Harlan Tony Forrest last weekend that we've been talking about for the last two years and Sean wanted him to jump up a grade? I didn't even know. I was like, what are we on the Reds being done? I was kind of getting confused all the grades. <laughs> under 14, under 15, or? Yeah, there's a lot of clubs that come different to all the years. Like, you know, a lad is under five. Was he under five two years ago? He's under 13 one year ago. Now he's 15. Ooh. Yeah. We'll move on to the last group number, uh, group four again. So this is Kildangan on top with kind of three points. Spracken's there after, I suppose, a good comeback against uh, Lockmore at the weekend. There on two, joined by their their mid neighbours Lockmore on two, and they're all bringing up the rear on one point, but definitely not out of it as well. So last set, last set of fixtures there, you'd have Aero with a free swing, arguably against the county champions, Lockmore and Bracken's against Kildangan. So potentially, you know. Kildangan, if they if they win that, they win the group, obviously. Uh Lockmore need to beat Herog, you'd think to go through. And uh, you know, if an Herog yeah. win really throws the cat amongst the pigeons. It's a savagely tight group. I seen Kildangan and Herog. Herog and Fairness to them, they're their dogs for hard work and look similar to Holy Cross. They're just they just can't get scores together to be troubling teams. Like they're the last day against um Kildangan, they had 40, 45 minutes. They were only a point or two down. And no fairness, Kildangan were playing terribly. Like they hit 13 wides in the first half. Couldn't hit the side of a barren door the way they were shooting. Um, but like they, they had them there, like they, they had them they had them in that area that they could maybe cause an upset. Um Aidan Griffin missed a few frees that maybe would have drawn them level, even put them ahead if he had to had to nail them. But once Kildang got around at them, then a few scores down the last 10 minutes, it was a uh, game over. Look, they're <laughs> they're, they're a fair club in fairness with what they have they make make full use of it but like is there a chance there the next day um, Lockmore aren't going 100% either if it was a dirty day maybe <laughs> you never yeah. know but they're, they're stumbling like they're stumbling through the group there like, you know like, yeah, like I thought yeah. this group was kind of stumbled through it in such a way like Bracken should have won that game you know it's silly free at the end high tackling they could have scored a four that again like and even the previous day, Kalang and Jonas, like as you say, bad wise against Lockmore could have bet them, you know. So like Lockmore, I think going to do enough and get through it, like and do, you they're know, still relying on Noel some savage amount, like he pulled yeah. them through that match, like in the second yeah. half. Yeah. He wasn't like, there to bother. But like the first twenty minutes or so, they looked mm. very good, but just Brackens just managed to stay in, in that phase of the game. And they said the second half you could see it happen, you know, they just eventually got their noses in front, but uh you know, it's a it's a stupid, simple free at the end, kind of give Lockmore a chance. They took it, and it, it just really changes the complexion of that group now, because that would have put, you know, Lockmore on the brink of elimination. But now, you know, they, as I said, like they 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 have a game they should win in the last game that that will put those yeah. put them through. They know it through, and it's Lockmore like go and win the match like a bit, like you know. Look, you know, I said if they lose against Arrow and Carty, it's down there with the worst 
county championship defences of all time, two draws and a defeat. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Even alone for injuries. So, um, like, look. It was a poor old match, though. Like, I, I know Brackens have their way of playing and it suits them. And in fairness, they're getting some results with it. But it was hard to watch at times the way they were playing. Um, so lateral, like, just, it, it, was, it, it was, I know we talk about football teams maybe adding that to their hurling game a bit, but, geez, they're overdoing it on occasion. It was just awful to watch. That's the way to go, and like you know, under yeah. underage as well. Like in probably across nineteen as well, they're a few points down at half time and just that kind of defensively sweep or whatever you want to call it. You know, I lost them well in the end, but it's just something that's but they are and it works. You say it works some days mm-hmm. and when it works yeah. then it's effective and it drives <clears throat> nice teams like you know, got them back into the match against Lockmore or Lockmore won five or six in the board before Brackens even put a neuter in the game. And then they kind of steady shape and just picked them off the end. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they, they might be too reliant on Andrew Ormond up front as well if you could close down the space in front of him. But as you said, look, they're gar- they are actually guaranteed a preliminary quarterfinal as well. Looking at the table here, a lot, you know, they'd have, I fear, I don't want to kind of say it, but I think they avoid relegation now. They're on two points, drawing two games. So depending on, well, yeah, Erogan and Carty would have to. Erogan yeah, so. beat, beat. Erogan beat yeah. Lockmore. And Bracken's in if lose. Yeah, so and whoever would lose that by the most would go into the relegation yeah. then between Bracken's and Lockmore. So it's on look, it's probably unlikely that they'll be in relegation and they'll have a, a free swing at a prelim quarter final. So uh, reflections on the group stages. I heard a few given out about maybe the standard of the games. I enjoyed them both, to be honest, um, on Sunday. You know, the the tightness of the Bracken's Lockmore game and maybe, you know, the, the drum one I thought was a bit higher standard. But, um, you know, people were flip-flopping on that as well. Reflections overall in the group stages, as you know, as we head into the final round. Now, any team really catching your eye? Kildangan going about their work in a quiet fashion. Sars is under a bit of pressure. Like, yeah, like drummed fair. I said when it started, they'll be kind of team motor in that group and they showed that. Like, but then the other teams, we said, like Kildangan ourselves, like they'll kind of we'll get through the groups if we can, you know, to win the last day. But is there any kind of team outside the top ones that are kind of showing anything extra? I don't think there is. Like, you know, upper church, good mid, continue that as well. You know, like so. Yeah, because you'll have the upper church. There'll be five points up in the preliminary quarter final. You look at your phone five minutes later, and they lost by two after injury time or whatever. Like you know, so you just you just think it's always going to end. You know, no, in uh, tears for them. Like yeah, the highlight of it is it's very it's such an even championship. It's probably yeah. as even as it's been in a very long time. Um, probably injuries are even in the score, but obviously Flockmore, John McGrath. And, a few other hurlers there, you, you, you might be putting them out front. They'll probably be hurling a bit better. Look, John, like I think I heard the other day, out of last year's championship, he scored 772 or something in all the games, which is just absolutely bonkers. Like, taking that over team is ridiculous. Um, Kledangan aren't motoring well. Um, I know they tend to pick it up as the knockout games come, but I, just looking at them the last day, there's something not going right for them. Um, it's just not clicking. Um, so with that in mind, like you, you, you know, you have four, five, six teams realistically that could pro- probably be touted as winning it. Um, so that's probably a good thing, really. And there's a lot of teams where can the front groups where the teams in one division that could be in the back of the head of teams. Well, you know, like mm-hmm. you're saying, you want to win every game, but when you have that kind of fallback, or can get through the primary yeah. anyway. You know, it's just... and it's been disjointed enough as well, Sean. Like just yeah. with the, everything that's gone on the last few weeks as well, we've kind of had to stop and start, and you don't know how to approach these breaks when you're not. You know, legislating for them in all the setups. You know, so well, I think even for ourselves, we had three, three and a half weeks where we, the management decided not to play a challenge match. So 
you could tell we were rusty as well. So it, it all adds to it, you know. Yeah, I say it'll get going, come knockout, they'll be cracking games. No one they'll be even held. Like I couldn't predict any things have been less for now to be possible, I think. Oh yeah, I mean look avoiding that prelim quarter final is key and you know, just kind of be setting your sights at the end of September for a quarter final. That's what that's what you really want to be done. All right, folks, thanks for that. We'll move on to the senior B now. As long as Mullinahone are in the are in the damn breed at senior. That's the or as long as there's a South rep, so we play in the South Senior Championship. So yeah, off of your group then, Kevin. Lovely yeah. team of four points. Like that might he's on four points overall, like no one no, senior. The two from two. Um yeah, so, so good workman like win over Sean Tracy's because two nineteen to two sixteen off the top of head. Uh you know, with Tracy's like you always have to bring the dogs of war like against them they just compete so well for ball and all the rocks and the dirty ball so absolutely delighted to go out and get the two points there you know got a good start Peter McGarry kind of rifled in a, a lovely goal and a bit up we stretched it out I'd say we were winning by six or seven points on a couple of occasions but look Tracy's are never bet like until you're out you're out you're out the gap so they did come back strong we had absolutely delighted with kind of good good few performances we lost that Carl Dealy I think made a bit of a difference to us he was Hurling very well inside, so when he went off, it's about twenty minutes or so. They, they kind of might just start coming coming back at us a bit then. But um, yeah, I mean, look, we're I fairly sure on that one that we are we're true as group winners, which again, you know, is like when you're losing heavily against the Swan, like in in May or in June, like you know, it's been some turnaround and fair play to the lads there. Uh, you know, some great performances there, but like, you know, on on that one, it's. You know, you're only where we want to kind of really be now in the quarterfinals. So hopefully we'll have to step it up again. But like behind us then, you have Newport with a good comeback win. I was watching that one on Twitter. Like it was, you know, kind of nip and tuck all the way. But what's what's key there is that they turned around the big scoreline as well. So they got a, you know, they, they kind of pulled away at the end to win by four points. So that could be, you know, that could be crucial in the in in the uh in the in the next round as well. So they play um they play Sean Tracy's. And we we play Burgess in the final round. So like for us, I suppose there's not too much on the line, but Burgess have to win to stay out of the relegation. And whoever wins between Newport and Sean Tracy's have a great chance of going through. So it's straightforward for Newport if they win, they go through. I caught, uh, I caught the second half of that match, Kevin, man. Connor Mahoney, not even them in the programme, that played a match all year, comes on full forward and he has to cause havoc. <laughs> set, set up a goal, scored a goal, set up a heap of points. He actually turned the match from unreal. That's it, because you saw it against us. They were, you know, in the in the game, in the mix of the last five minutes, they made a very good comeback. But like, yeah, they don't kind of make the ball stick. So Connor will give you that mm. in the full forward line now. So that could be, yeah. that could be an inspired decision for them going forward. I would fancy him, you know, in that game again against Tracy's just to kind of dog it out there. But like, but like, you know, not not certain in the arena. And, and that game's in simple, is it? Yeah, that's in, yeah, that's in simple. Yeah, yeah. So great match, yeah. Exactly, it's on at two o'clock. It's on a Saturday too, so all the lads can head off to electric picnic after. So the knockout games for all the world, not is yeah. You, you would you would think it is like yeah. Um, so so again, like the potential to tra- Tracy's could well end up in relegation as well. So we move on to Group Two. I suppose arguably, you know, two very good performances from the pre-tournament or pre-championship favourites, Ross Gray. Um, you know, I suppose they were expected to win their first game versus Killadangan second team, but you know, they, they kind of they kind of beat Silvermines well at the weekend just gone there. So that puts them on four points. Silvermines and mine will play a glorified 
preliminary preliminary quarter final, I suppose, at the in the next game, if I have my right, and then Kildangan on zero points, except for a relegation battle from this. Yeah, the two boys have Kildangan on head to head, isn't it? So no matter what they do, they're they're bottom of the group. Yeah. Um, Baron, no, 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 it has to be bottom of the group, isn't it, Jess? So yeah, yeah in fairness, Kildangan they've they've had a tough year at that grade. They were losing a lot of lads to the uh, first team um, for much of the early part of the year. Which probably set them back a good bit. Still being competitive. Um, competitive enough. It's um, it's Kildang and Silvermines in the last group. So sorry, I that wrong. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's grand. Um, yeah, but look, if they can stay in the grade, they'd be more than happy with that. A lot of young lads getting a lot of good game time. So it's 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 it's, it's like a development grade, another development grade for them, like for, for bringing the young lads through out of underage. So it's playing at that level is going to bring lads on savage amount. Um, Ross Gray starting to get up ahead of steam after starting the year slow. Um, I think they, they, they were looking to get past Silvermines in the North Championship, so they'll be delighted that they could kind of cruise through that one and got the win under the belt. So, you know, they, they've, they've more to come, I think. Yeah, and I think, you know, that they won the under-19 there in the North on uh, Wednesday night, so it was obviously, you know, they have a good yeah. pipeline of players coming through. But, like, look, and I don't think that they'll blow teams away like, you know, Temple Derry did last year, but, you know, they're, they're definitely kind of a, a team to beat, I think, so far, you know. Uh, coming down from re- good recent Dan Breen experience, kind of good young players. So they are the pro for the team that you would typically do well do well in the Tory and like so and yeah. Alan Alan Tynan came on as well yesterday, back from injury. So great addition back. You know, that definitely that like, could be a missing link from there. But you know, Silver Mines, then probably, you know, the old the old kind of failings. I think Jason Ford did a lot of scoring from in that game again. So, you know, again it was nip and tuck and then they just uh Ross Gray pulled pulled away again, and that bit. You know the thing about Silver Mines is if the team gets too far away from them, they really, they might be relying a bit too much on four kind of place balls to kind of bring them back into it. So on, yeah. you know, look, they'll they'll have a they'll have a chance to qualify for a prelim quarter final as well, which I think would be a good return for them this year as well, and take take from there. Yeah. yeah. Go on. Well, his um, go back to the senior there. Group three now, so you know, this one's wide open as well for the final place. Um, Gartner who did their business done, Gartner who won four points after a great, great win against um, Sarsil's second team. Uh, Kilnall come back after being serious under pressure after losing their first game versus Gartner who they had good win over Ballina, they were quite impressive there. Sarsil's and Ballina both have one point on this, but I make it Sean if Sarsil's beat um, Kilnall in the final group games. And if Gartner who beat Ballina, that's yourselves true. Yeah, I have to get the win on the board there and hope the score difference comes to play as well if Ballina do get a win over Gartner who there. Um, because he had to draw with Ballina. So we have a chance going in, like you know, lads know what to do. Um again, it's a hard grade for a second team. Gartner who were good against his day, they cleaned us five goals. Um we scored three twenty-one and still got bet by six points, you know. So at that level it was a cracking game, end to end stuff, and it's a, as he said there, it's a fair competitive grade, like Kilnall got more in there last weekend. Um, you know, they needed that big win against Balna, and I thought Balna against those were sticky enough. So, you know, they held them well to 313. So, Kilnall got going, and by all accounts, Bubble, Bubble stepped in. And, like, at this grade, if you've lads, like, his gosh. talent, you can you can go to town, like, you know, in such a way, like, you need to make a difference. Bubble's got um, 211, and Mikey Breen, then for Balna, I got 27. So, you know, it was the battle of the county players, or the. Yeah. The recent county players as well there. So, yeah, Bream was quite like, against us as well. So I know he, he stepped up then that day, like, you know, so make some difference in when them lads go. But who are flying it and uh, like another you know, they're in 
you know, a North, North final there under 19 won't read too much into it, but like, you know, that Stephen O'Brien coming on from a thing, are they kind of punching, you know, you know, below their weight kind of thing? They are, and it's not just a recent thing that their underage teams are going well. Like they've been producing fairly good teams every few years now for the last ten years. Um, they have a savage under fifteen team coming up at the minute. Um, so like you know the repopulation out there, like there's a big boom in the GA over there. Like, um, they're, they're getting great numbers over there. They're probably another few years out. Like they're, I wouldn't say they're reaching their peak yet. Um, but like they need to be staying at this great grade and staying competitive. Like is. You know, it can be awkward coming up through the ranks when you've lads coming through the system as well. They've probably got thicker groups than the smaller groups, so mm. you know, not just kind of boasting ourselves, but is in like, you know, um, McKill Nall and a good Gordon Who team who've transformed, you know, and the Torres Harris second team with all a few lads falling back from scene race. So, you know, it's a good UK stay at the grade is crucial for them now at this stage. Yeah, I've like, already you know, got the kill all on the day that nobody wants to get killing all, you know, when they're under pressure yeah. to perform. And, you know, looking down that killing all team, they do seem to have got a a good few of their injured players back as well. So, you know, if they do get over Saturdays, they're going to be as, as big a threat as anyone, you know, for, for the for the championship. I think, like, you know, they seem to be com- kind of coming back to a bit of form as well. Bit flaky, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Oh! Bit flaky. <laughs> ab- ab- absolutely. But look, look, they could just turn it on. Yeah, uh, there are naps. So finally, we finally got a nap on here with him anyway, so thanks to the <laughs> You won't say we all lose all year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put a penny on them normally. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the final group then, I suppose, one of the other, I suppose, most noted challengers, Cashel, with a you know a very good win over Portro on day two, Clonakenny Kenny then. But I suppose I'm going to call it a surprise win over Carrick Swan. Yeah. Uh, Carrick Swan are consigned to relegation now in that group based on the having lost to Portro and Clonakenny. Kenny. So it doesn't matter what they do in the last, in the last game. Does give us the funny situation where the relegation in this grade is going to have to be delayed until the preliminary or until Carrick Swan's involvement in the Orion kind of championship element ends. You know, if it ends in in defeat, they'll they'll go into relegation. If if not, I don't know what'll happen. If have Tom Marr probably flicking flicking through the fucking man- manual there, so I wonder. <laughs> is it? Like after Carrick having the south win, you know, like you wonder. Bottom of the roof and zero points, and like you don't want to end up winning the title and end up having to fight relegation, then, like you know, it's just it's the, it's the South Championship in a nutshell, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, bet, they bet you handy in the South now, you're top of your group, they're in relegation, they beat one and a whole in the in the South final, the greatest, the greatest championship on earth, basically, <laughs> the greatest championship on earth. It's like uh, <laughs> could happen, the romance of the South Senior Hurling Championship. So, so that's probably what happened. They probably had a good week or two after the. South Senior Championship so maybe they weren't as focused as they could be for for this and you know you only have to be a few percentages off to you know you know to kind of get they lost a tight game against Portro probably could have got a you know could have got a draw out of it the Clonic Kenny game I didn't I didn't see that result coming at all uh, Clonic yeah. Kenny they, they hurled well for 40-45 oh. minutes against Cashel you know who then kind of had a good comeback win against them in a low scoring affair but for them to I think what it was a 320 yeah Twenty they put on Carrick, you know that's yeah. that's an alarm bell score. Yeah. We were kind of saying, Keane O'Dwyer is probably they're probably a bit too reliant on him. But he's, he hurled well, and there's a few lads hurled well around him. Nicky Ryan, I don't think was playing the last day. He came in, he was hurled for four. I think he got two goals. So you know, it's a great one for Glenn Kenny. Yeah, it was Cash to sit on top of that. Looks like they'll go through in uh, in first place. You know, a lot of talk about Cash last year, I suppose, with the transfers and that. But I think a lot of people were expecting maybe you know that the you know, they'd be better kind of this year and they are kind of showing that maybe a more settled team now. 
uh, kind of worked out where to, put, where to put the lads. You know, Devin Ryan seems to be doing on the freeze, kind of scoring well from there. They still have, you know, Aaron Brown out the field, out the field kind of this year as well, which is another change. So they seem to have bedded him in a bit more. Joe Brown seems to be getting three, four points every, every game from, you know, and he's a massive addition, you know, at this, at this grade. So, yeah, it's kind uh, of all their business, aren't they? Really, just at the moment, just getting through. They, it, they, they pulled Jar out the field as well. He was in full forward against Clannock and it just doesn't work there. He needs space, he needs to be yeah. running onto the ball. He runs onto the ball, yeah. Yeah, so like they had him all centre forward the last day and he, he had a Gooch Burn a fair run around. He was cutting track him around the field, so that's that's tailor made for Jar. Space in the stadium, he's going to, he's going to go to town. Absolutely wide open that one, that one as well. So, we'll. We, we, we leave that there. There's no point in even calling the arena, I suppose, at this stage because a lot will be dependent on the draw who avoids those preliminary quarterfinals and who gets, you know, who gets kind of a bit of a, a, a lucky draw. Swan to win Come on, Swan to Relegation to be played under lights in Dr. Morris Park in November would be, uh, <laughs> and all the lads kind of give it out of it. Uh, some split season, we're still going... And then the under the, the South under twenty one championship being played in its traditional spot in early twenty twenty three, as a result of yeah St Mary Swan in a in a semi final on Chris on a Stephen's day. It's a strange strange situation I mean, for teams that we've been relegation like wait if Swans are there like you know like kind of are we out in two weeks time are we out in four weeks time are we out in ten weeks time do you train do you not train like you know it's. Some teams are going to feel hard done by on it, for sure. Yeah, and like the quarterfinals, I think, aren't due until the 28th of September. So, yeah, it's you know, if weeks. you win that preliminary quarterfinal, uh, relegation, it'll be at least one week. So, yeah, I mean, if if you like, you're, you're waiting a long time there. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. I'm looking, you know, maybe Burgess or Tracy's in there. That'd be a, that'd be a, a long wait. Kill it, and B. Like, how much appetite will we wait? Well, they, now look, they could be. I suppose the good thing there is that they'd be training away with their, with their damn brain team, so they might be able to kind of keep at it. But, you know, maybe maybe kind of Ballina, maybe Sarsfields yourselves, like so. Yeah. You know, you, I think appetite and that kind of could go into it as well. Now we'll go to the most um, to the most important championship of the whole lot, the intermediate. Or as uh, Colin calls it, the fake intermediate. <laughs> Intermediate, <laughs> junior, junior, intermediate. Uh, we look up. We look up. We won't talk about off the field issues, I suppose, with the one club making the the front page of the Nationalist, where you never really want to be. Uh, I'll have no more anti anti South bias on this podcast. But uh, Group One, money goal are are true with four points. Ballangarry and Cap White will play a preliminary preliminary quarter final for want of a better word. And Bally Bacon having lost to both of those two. Are in their familiar position in relegation. Um, seen a bit of Bally Bacon this year, so like, yeah, they're they are kind of their major concern is still kind of scoring heavily reliant on a kind of direct style. Cap White mm. had a good win over over them now. So again, Ball and Gary saw in the South final against Kitchell, and they were very disappointing. Uh, and our Sean, have you seen Money Goal there? They seem to have you know a very good handle, two good wins in this group, so they could be one for the yeah. for the championship outright. No, I haven't seen them now, but I, I, I've been keeping an eye on them. And you know, they have Joe Fogarty back, um, and he seems to be making a big difference. Like the, at, at any grade, if you have two prolific forwards, never mind um, intermediate, if Joe Fogarty and Sean Connelly, like they're they're savage forwards to have at this grade. And a couple of big scored last day. They'll be happy with where they're at. Like um, they're going in the right direction anyway. And a young enough team, uh, a very young team, really. 
a lot of their underage is starting to come to fruition. They're producing a few good players off every team. So, you know, they're going the right way. It'll be hard to stop. Yeah, you've kept quite a bit of a chance against Ballangar in that last game. Our old friend Michael would be delighted with that. But yeah, they've, <laughs> you know, the kids, they've, they've a little bit of a, they've, they've a chance in that one and they'd be delighted then to, to get through on that. Yeah, they do, yeah. Um, Mike, the way Mike will go on, he's the poor mouth. They'd never give him a chance uh, in any game. But look, we'll go to the South, South Tip. Uh, Laggards again, been real flaky. Um, Bell and Gary are certainly in that category. If you can get under their skin, look, we've seen that they can lose the heads a bit. So they'll probably be uh, have that in their mind going into that game. So yeah, that'll be that'll be a right game, actually, won't it? I'm going yeah. Absolutely, and you know this this championship is so competitive. We go on to the next the next group. Just so you know, Skahina Inky who opted out of playing Ballangarry in the South semi uh, final, like so, and it seems you know seems to work for them because they're two from two in the county, haven't got up from the junior A last year. So they lead that group. You know, they had a very good win over Nakavilla, who have two points. Ballinahinch are also on two, and Boris Kane. I suppose I'd say surprisingly sit bottom of that group on zero points. Bad yeah. bad luck for the North on that. Yeah, and Skahina Rinky aren't tainted by having played South Hurling as well, so that's probably why they're going so well. I mean, they run. <laughs> but yeah, very surprised Burst Kane are down there. Um, you know, at the start of the year when we were doing previews, you'd have probably fancied them to be at least in the top two. Um, Jesus, it's not going well for them for whatever reason. Um, but an inch or their team really going backwards, they're, they're just not producing the players, so we're not too surprised at where they are. But yeah, Skahina Rinky, Jesus, they're, they're a real surprise package. Yeah, I, I, you know, I honestly, I, I didn't, I didn't see that, didn't see that coming. That result against Kickhams uh, at the weekend, or or their their first result. So, um, like, yeah, it's Van Hinch players. Those always go, numbers is always going to be their issue. Maybe it is catch them up a bit on that, but you know that that win against Boris Kane means that they'll have them on the head to head anyway. So they they should be they should be safe there anyway at least. You know, so um. Yeah. Perhaps Keane Rinkley to go to go up and just show like a team can go up and hold their own top of group and not be fighting relegation less, you know. Like it's I thought maybe a step, especially in this group, they might be a step for them too much, but they've shown they can keep it keep it at this level. Yeah, it is like you know, it does show like look, I don't want to say about the old kind of like I do think there is scope for kind of you know, greater movement between the divisions. Maybe you have two up, two down because I think the teams that now you say Temple Derry and they're getting floggings kind of in the in the first couple of games. But I think with sixteen team championships, it might keep things a bit of fresher. But yeah, for Skahin, just keep taking them in isolation. You know, it's been a very good introduction. They have yo-yoed a bit between the two grades, intermediate and junior. So hopefully they can make it stick. Now you know they have a nice setup down there, like down in in South Hip. So you know they do have, you know. They'd be solid enough underage going in the B competition, so they do have enough to keep them there. Um, and the group three, I suppose, a bit of a surprise package here with Drum second team top top in the group again, two wins from two. Kilsheelan, who were the first seeds in this, sit behind them on three points, having drawn their first game with Shannon Rovers, who have one point, and Aravale Rovers have lost both their games, I suppose, but did put in a decent enough performance then at, at the weekend against them, um, Kilsheelan. So, you know, scored three goals, lost by six or seven points, but um. Yeah, Aravelis was again another another club. Maybe in previous years, their main focus will be kind of will be staying up this year. Yeah, definitely same story again. It's probably going around along expected lines. I know if you don't know what team you're going to get from Drum every year with your second team, I mean, who'll be playing with their first team? But they've been competitive with this group for a long enough time now. Um, 
Oh, who, who's their standout players for that, Sean? Who, who are they playing on that team? A few of the bottles, would, no, yeah, a few of the bottles, and oh, more, all seniors like oh, trained together, so like you know, and yeah. the main team is going well, it feeds down. That's the thing, like, with them, and you look at some of their peers there, Sires, Kildangan, you know, have won that won that competition in recent years, so you know, it wouldn't be unheard of for you know, a team second team to kind of get up there. So, um, they won't stick and hold like a few. The main thing is the ones that senior A's don't. Lose two or three injuries and lose two or three or main Bs that makes some difference. Like the years we got to final and one, it made some difference. Just having consistent seventeen or eighteen lads that were at that level. Like yeah. in the last the last round of fixtures there, so it's the bottom two is Shannon Rovers and Aravel. So Shannon Rovers need to win that and win that well to kind of trouble and hope that kind of Kilshield and lose to Drummond Inch in the last game. Aravel for them. If they beat Shannon Rovers, they will avoid relegation and Shannon Rovers will finish bottom of the group. And for Drummond Inch, then it's simple. Drummond Inch, Kilsheelan game. If Kilsheelan win that game, they top the group on five points. Drummond Inch will be on four. If Drummond Inch win or draw, they'll top the group. Kilsheelan have a preliminary as well, guaranteed. Yeah, so they have that in the bag already. Like so. Yeah. <clears throat> next game, ne- next group, so is group four. So beyond the Steve when we need him now. Yeah. <laughs> Still, oh, cotton grass. Still, still having um nightmares of Laura players running past them, I'd say, <laughs> going on the score there. But, um, yeah, I suppose definitely the talking team of this competition have been Laura, you know, yeah. have been, you know, two, two from two. We'd expect them to win their last game as well. In behind them, you know, Stephen was adamant that Favins, you know, they sit on zero points, but they can still qualify with a good, with a good win in their last game over uh, Golden. So, uh, you know, they had a disappointing win. You know, a high-scoring defeat against Borland there in in their second game. Laura, and uh, you know, two from, two from two, like it, they look like you know they're they're mo- they're motoring really well. Ken Hogan back in charge seems to be getting a good tune out of him. Ravaged with injuries last year, so yeah, Ken. In fairness, anywhere he's gone now, he gets a good tune out of him, especially his own club. Like, the only thing you could say could derail them is that they're just breezing through the matches so easily. Somebody could catch him in the quarterfinal, and semi-final, and um, look, it looks like it's. It's there for them to be won if they can just produce eight out of ten. Like it'll be very hard to stop. Um, Borland, by all accounts, lucky enough to get over Carrick. Um, a few lucky goals, seemingly. So you know, it'd be hard to see any other outcome other than the top two as it is now. The Devils not need a huge score difference to get through, no? Yeah, they're minus. What are they minus seventeen? Although goal, yeah, minus you know, could, like Laura could be. You know, Lara could could turn it on again in the last group stage, so that could help him out as well. You know, and run up another big score. Yes, Borland, oh yeah. So it's it's de- it's definitely all to play for there. But yeah, you're right. It's hard to breeze through these games. I think you see time and time again the red hot favourites, and they might come unstuck. Then when the ground gets a bit softer, late September, early October, that or the scores will definitely tighten up. Like, is there no come there in that group that if Carrick beat Golden? Sorry, who's playing who again? Goal, Carrick are Carrick. playing goal. Carrick beat goal, they went two. And if yeah. Laura beat Borland, they yeah. three, two points. And Bohr Lighton could potentially go through even if they lose the match. Yes, correct. They'll score difference. Yeah, 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 lose difference. That's probably yeah. the most likely. Yeah, so, yeah. Again, yeah. so just divide Borland, a heavy defeat. Yeah. That's all they kind of do, maybe. Their goal, yeah. And, and, if, and <laughs> Carrick, yeah, I hope Devons get a few points over goal. And then, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, I don't even want to go into relegation on that front. <laughs> there, like, so like, yeah, we don't we don't have enough time and we don't have enough calculators. I think between us to kind of go into sorting out the relegation. That one, but we just say it's all to play for there. And Laura certainly have have, have made their mark this far. So, 
Gents, that's a good wrap up of the of of, of the, the the first three tier competitions. I'm out there finning now to watch our under 19s play South semi final against one. So um, is there lights on there? Is there? There's not, and I hope there's not extra time. Otherwise, bring the bring the, the bring the cars, park the cars in the bank. Get the cars out. I wouldn't be the likes. <laughs> I was watching the junior games yesterday, and I was hope I was hoping that none of them go to extra time because you know all seven o'clock thrones. None of them did anyway. So, but look, the law of averages. You can see this game. You know, this is going to be a tight game. I'd say so. Of course, extra time. I don't know what they're going to do. Can't wait for a message now. Nine o'clock tonight. Fucking match bending. Can't see the ball. Really fucking up the secretary the there, lads. <laughs> didn't request a 630 throwing but um, yeah so look we'll, we'll touch base again after the last round of the game so thanks Enda thanks Sean cheers, cheers. cheers boys